Welcome back to Thirsty the Podcast. I'm Heather McGee. And I'm Laura Koo. Today we're asking what exactly is casual dating and can it be a healthy situation for everyone involved? everyone. We're so excited to talk to you all today. Just a few things to know. We have a subscription series that you can now partake in called The Thirst Trap. It's available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It's $1.99 per month and you can actually pay less if you pay if you subscribe for a year at a time. What that gets you, you get two bonus episodes per month, at least two. So far we've been tracking more like three or four a month. You get a 10% discount in the shop. Which leads me to, we have a shop full of thirsty gear. It's on thirstythepodcast.com and it's full of all kinds of cute things. Sweatshirts, hats, mugs, stickers. There's even a a little digital toolkit in there if you want to take a look at that. All kinds of fun things that are cozy or helpful or just make you look cute, extra cute. We also like to say, if you're enjoying the show, please share us with anyone who you think might enjoy the content or get something out of it. Rate us, review us, follow us. We read every review and we really appreciate the feedback that you take the time to offer. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Um, uh, We have a really fun topic today, a little casual dating situation. But before we hop into it, it's January, it's cold. Heather, how are you feeling your time? Um, well, yeah, it's freezing. It is freezing in this house. I'm actually, so we, my little recording, my faux recording studio, I really need to juice it, juice it up a little bit is up in my bedroom, which is, so my house is a little hilarious. I have most of the third floor and I, I've been working on it. I just moved in here six months ago and I've been waiting on furniture to show up. It showed up and I was like, oh, great. Now I need to put my room together. So I got this ridiculous idea and I actually sent it to you, Laura, and our friend Kristen. And I was expecting y'all to be like, that is bonkers. Don't do that. And then you were both like, oh, that's amazing. You should do that. (laughs) Which I was like, shit, I guess I'm doing this. But I found a gigantic, it's gigantic, Mm -hmm. floral mural made out of wallpaper. (laughs) <laughs> it got flown here from Turkey. It was much more affordable than I expected, I have to say. But it just got to my house last week. And so, however, the background of this mural is almost black. My boyfriend and I have a fight, right? Now. We were getting in our first fight where he is bound and determined to say it's black. And oh. I say it's two shades off of black. Iron black is not black. That's like very dark gray. So I need to paint all of my walls iron black which is not black it is a dark gray that's happening and then I'm putting up this wallpaper mural and I'm terrified because I've never done wallpaper before all that to say Laura can actually see because we're on video when we record my room is fully prepped I spent all day today I'm nuts about painting nuts about it my dad painted houses when I was growing up so he taught me how to paint and I'm just bonkers about it so I sanded the walls I taped off I sealed I, I sealed the edge of the tape down all through my Too room. much work. So none of that sneaky iron black can get under the tape and make a mess. And then you know what I'm going to do? 
tomorrow I'm going to spend all day doing two coats of paint and I'm going to paint it really well because that's what I like to do. And then I'm going to pull off the tape and then I'm going to go around with my little tiny artist paintbrush that I use for watercolors. And I'm going to edge every single edge on the wall so that it is perfectly clean and straight and beautiful. And then I have to hang wallpaper, which I'm terrified to do because I've never done that before. And I'm going to be nuts about that too, I'm sure. That'll definitely make you nuts. Um, it'll also make you nuts if you look right behind me and you can see the trim and you can see oh how the dark God, blue is it. going onto the white trim on the window right behind me. So you're welcome. I see it. So y'all, if you haven't heard this before, Laura and I are, Laura is very organized and she has a plan and she approaches things. I am also the same way, but she and I do it differently. Like I'm meticulous about races and my life and painting Laura is not. Laura is meticulous about other things. And so they're just nice here. (laughs) Well, you're meticulous about other things that just aren't painting or racing, right? Mm -hmm. Like you just show up and do it and it turns Mm -hmm. out great and it's fine. Uh, But Laura recently painted her office also a dark color. It's a beautiful navy color, but she just, she painted like a monster. Mm -hmm. And so there. She just pointed out to the trim. I can see it behind her head. There's a little part where the Navy went out on the trim. And I'm going to assume it's like that in many places in your office. A hundred percent. Yeah. Everywhere. All over the place. There's a big, just like swatch of blue on one of the baseboards where I had my brush. It was a total just brush malfunction. And I just look at it. I could probably get it off. Maybe one day I will. For right now, I'm just leaving it there. It's at my feet. No one can see it. It's fine. I feel, you're, I feel like now you're, tro- you're, well, you're just trolling me now. Now it's just like, hey, I feel like you're going to be sending me pictures now. I'd be like, hey, see where I got paint on the floor? See where I got paint on the ceiling? I didn't get any paint on the floor. I am not that much of an animal. There is no paint, paint on the floor. I like my floors. Plus it's a dark color. You wouldn't be able to see it anyway. My floors are dark. Um, But yeah, no, the, there's a lot of trim in this space and a lot of it has navy blue on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the trim yep. in the ceiling did not fare so well. Oh, no. It did not. All right. Yep. Well, that's what I've been doing. And it kind of, I, I look like a mess. I did make it to the gym today, though. So I'm proud of that. What'd you do? Um, well, it worked. And I've been binging this dating reality show. What? And it's like, it's a few years old. I'm just going through Hulu and just watching, just putting on dumb stuff while I'm working. Well, not just while I'm working. Quite honestly, this is what I watched most of Christmas when I didn't have my children. I was not watching Christmas movies or anything cute, whatever. I was watching Married at First Sight, Second Chances. And um, I don't even two, know what that is. There's only one season of it. It was okay. two people who got married on Married at First Sight, where you get matched okay. at the altar to a stranger by the experts. Oh. And their marriages didn't work out. It's a man and a woman. And so the man and the woman are brought on for this season. And they get to kind of do the speed dating thing. It's kind of like Bachelor, Bachelorette style, where okay. they get like a group of prospective mates, spouses, whatever you want to call them. Um, and they like winnow them down each week. So they go on dates, group dates, individual dates. They're just not all living in a house. They're all living their regular lives in whatever city this is in Atlanta or wherever they were. Okay. And so they're following and it's like for, you know, it's just like background TV until it start until you pay attention to the guy. Cause there's like a woman and she's dating a bunch of men. And then there's this man dating a bunch of women and the woman's storyline is fine. The guy's storyline, I think he's he falls in love with every single one of them. And then the experts, what? so the experts are pointing out that like he, when a woman pulls away and like is less interested, that's when he focuses on that one. So when one's kind of like causing drama, I mean, like, I don't know if this is for me, I'm not sure, blah, blah, blah. 
and she starts to kind of pull away he ignores all the other women who are acting completely normal and into him and who he also likes and he focuses on the one who's trying to like run away from the whole experiment and so multiple women at different points he's like but i love you and they're like she's like i'm gonna leave and he's like i love you and she's like i'm still gonna leave he does this with multiple women it's not going well so they get to the end and it's there's two people left and it's just again like the bachelor where somebody's getting proposed to theoretically and somebody's going home and he decides to not move forward with either woman which is also an option Mm-hmm. They're both very upset because he has said, I am falling in love with you and I see a future with you and all this stuff. Granted, one woman was at least 15 years younger than him and she was just out of college. And I could tell you right now that was a bad plan. Yeah, um, bad. So I'm glad he did not choose her just because they were in different stages of life. But the other woman really thought she had it in the bag and was really into him and had seemed very normal. And he said no. But then they get to the like um, the special after the fact where they the reunion. Yeah. All of the tea gets spilled. And this man has been like sending, he sent all these messages on social media to like all the women and was playing every angle. And they are just like annihilating him. They're like, you're terrible. You're a liar. You're this, you're that, whatever. He's like walking out of the reunion. He's getting all upset. And these women are just like murdering him on stage. And it was amazing. Cause he was terrible. Like if I was on that show, I mean, I don't know how anybody's on any of those shows, but like the stuff he was saying to each woman of just like any one of them. And they called him out on there. Like, well, you said that you were falling in love with me. And then you went to the next woman and said, you had a terrible time with me. And he's like, well, but I had like a great time with you in the moment. It's like, Oh my God. He was so terrible. I've never been happier for somebody to not get end up with somebody at the end of a dating show. Yeah. Would you ever go on one of those shows? Would I? Yeah. No. That sounds terrible. Because I just got a little bright idea. Tell tell uh Tyler that we're I'm I need to go on this show. I mean, people do that. They have like relationships back home and then they go on those shows and it blows up in their face and it's amazing. Like, are they giving you clothes and hair and makeup for every every time you film? Are you styled for these? I, that's the question I have, because that sounds kind of fun. Well, I think it depends which one you're going on. Yeah. If you're going on The Bachelorette or if you're going on, I don't know, one of these like lower budget ones. Yeah. See, I'd want the big budget or nothing. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. I don't really think it's great for like my parenting situation, my co-parenting situation to um, bring home a new spouse from a dating show. So. It'd be hilarious. It'd be great for the podcast. <laughs> you can report back. Oh, you could be our inside reporter from inside the pods or wherever you go. All right. So if I picked one, I would definitely do Love is Blind just because I think that process would be really interesting to go through. Um, yeah. So I would be open to that if I wasn't like a million years too old for it. And then, um, yeah, so do that. Or I would do like a one episode dating show. Like blind oh, like date. A shorty. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like one of those, just like one and done. All right. Well, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. For if mm-hmm. I ever want to surprise you at your front door with a, a TV crew and they're like, oh, you got, you got nominated by one of your best friends who thought you should go on a dating show and you would know exactly who it was. And I would like be hiding behind a bush. It would probably be one of those shows where you got to be behind the scenes making the choices. Like you picked the date or like oh, controlled yeah. some aspect of it and then you get to commentary it. Oh, that would be amazing. Let's do that one. I like that <laughs> choice. That I did apply to The Bachelorette once many, oh, many, wow. many, many years ago. Yeah. I tried to get on The Real World, but that didn't go well for me either. I don't know if you've ever waited in one of those I lines did. in your 20s. Yeah, for the casting. 
I did. I met a date. I actually oh. met a date. Yeah. Troy, his name was Troy. His name is mm. Troy. Uh, well, I guess I shouldn't say his last name, but he was incredibly good looking, like hot. He and I hung out all day in line applying to the real world. He got a call back. I didn't. So sad. Anyway, we spent all day together in line downtown. It was cold. And then he asked me for my phone number and we dated for like, I don't know, two months or something. He lived in Racine, Wisconsin. He Ooh. drove a motorcycle. Super hot. I did meet his dad. I met his dad. And then I went to his <laughs> apartment and it was a total, total mess. It was so mm. gross. He had like a mattress on the ground. I I went to the bathroom to wash my hands and I backed myself right back out of there. And that's when I was like, I think I'm finally too old for this scene. And that was the end of Troy. It's <laughs> a great story though. Yeah, I really thought I was going to make it onto the real world somehow. I don't know why I thought that. You needed pink path. hair. You didn't have pink hair back then. I had really short hair that was like spiked out in the back because that was like the trendy haircut. Oh, I had like really short hair and then I had like oh. chunks of it were dyed blonde. It was like a whole thing. Oh, I'm going to need a picture of that. There's pictures somewhere. Mm-hmm. Will I see those pictures or are you going to hide them in a drawer? If I can find them, probably hmm. in a scrapbook somewhere. I'll dig them up. Nothing's okay. digital. Well, you know, if you sent it, if you took a picture of it and sent it to me, you know, I would post that on social media and tag you and it would be the, the end of our friendship. But I would laugh real hard. I rocked that haircut. So I'm fine with my choices. It's very okay. trendy. I got great. lots of compliments. I like the confidence. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I'm dating. <laughs> I'm sorry. Pivot. I laughed right over you. Okay. What are we talking <laughs> about today? We are talking about casual dating. Because everybody's talking about casual dating. It is everywhere. People are obsessed with defining it, on making rules around it, on understanding it. Like, it's just, do they want to do it? Do they like it? Do they understand what it means? I see endless amounts of TikToks, podcasts about this, um, Instagram posts for accounts we follow. You see it in dating app profiles constantly of somebody who wants casual dating, who doesn't want casual dating. Um, Dating Facebook groups constantly debated. It is everywhere. And quite honestly, up until this past summer, I don't think I really had thought about what it meant to like date casually or what, like how you define this, because I would see it on dating profiles of somebody who just wanted to, you know, date casually. And I'd be like, no, no, left, 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 not into it. But I think I've done a lot of casual dating (laughs) and I just didn't realize it until I was writing this episode. But before I get into my definition, um, Heather, what, where do you land on casual dating? Do you, have you done it? Do you define it? Like, what is it? Well, per usual, I'm a pain in the butt about this because first of all, I don't like defining things. Like in general, I don't like defining things. I just want to date someone and we care about each other. We have fun together. It's growing. That's kind of all I need and all I'm looking for. So that's really as far as I think about it. For me, casual dating, and I've got a, a butt on the end of this. I know. That's what she said. We also, we all, <laughs> our faces said the, did the joke for us. There's a butt on the end of this. So casual dating to me is someone that you enjoy, that you care about, you have fun together, all those things, but you do not see a whole life with them. You know, you really enjoy your time with them, but like, you just know this isn't going to be a lifetime thing. Doesn't mean you're not having fun with them or you don't care about them or that you don't have some sort of great friendship and feelings for them and all that. But you just know this isn't the big love of your life. To me, that's what casual dating is. Um, 
However, for someone like me who isn't sure, I'm not sure I'm ever getting married again or living with anyone. So that's kind of predicated on getting married or living with someone being the the goal. Mm-hmm. So for someone like me who I don't know that I'm ever going to do those things again, I'm not saying I'm not, but I'm not saying I need to do that. That makes it a little bit more complicated because then it's like, is everything casual? I don't think so. I don't know. I think to me, anything that's not like a big love story is casual. And there's a a huge range in that. That's a big range. Yeah. I think I've always viewed like casual dating and casual sex as the same category. But then again, I was kind of like prepping for this episode and thinking about it more like, no, those are very different things. I think about my dating past, I've done a lot of casual dating, especially right after I got divorced. That was kind of the place I was in because I wasn't really looking for anything that was more serious. And I was dating multiple people at once and I wasn't being a jerk about it. That's just like what you do, right? You go on a lot of dates and you see who you connect with. Like that's in general, casual dating. Um, But yeah, I just didn't realize that. <laughs> and I pardon taken that too. So I shouldn't be so judgy when other people are looking for it. Um, and quite honestly, like this summer, that's a lot of what my summer was too. So, um, clearly I do. I think I like to know that there's the potential that somebody wants more than to just like live in casual dating land. Yeah. I mean, that's the part that I get stuck on, but again, I'm that person that doesn't like to define things. I don't like there to be rules. I just want to like go with how we feel and that's what it is. So I don't, I don't know when someone comes in from the jump, saying, I only ever want casual. I'm kind of out right at that point. Cause it's like, we don't even know each other and you've already decided what this is going to be. And I feel like you're, it's a hiring manager thing. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that spot to be my casual girlfriend? And like that, that, that's a turnoff to me. Like, I just want someone to want to get to know me and we'll see where it goes. The end. Yeah. I don't like the rules. No rules. Got it. Yeah. I'm difficult to date if that's not obvious by now already. <laughs> to prep for this episode i decided to go down some rabbit holes on reddit reddit's a great place for that although i did learn that my work computer blocks reddit now um which was interesting so i had to sit on my phone (laughs) and yeah i know everything's blocked like that that's a new one so are you getting called wait are you getting called into hr like did you get in there and then it was suddenly blocked and now you're like waiting for an email to go into susan's office and have a discussion (laughs) No, um, I just pivoted to my phone. Thank you. And um, uh, started digging around Reddit from there. And I found all of these ask men threads on casual dating where, yeah, there's like this, I don't really know a lot about Reddit. So I just land there on occasion when I want to find out some random piece of information. And the other day it was casual dating. And so there were all of these threads where men were asked their opinions on um, what casual dating means and defining it. And I'm like, well, this is great because this is what I would like to know. Because as a woman, I know my viewpoints on it, but to hear how men view it, I think was very interesting. And what I kind of learned from it is casual dating is kind of in the eye of the beholder because yeah, however you want to view it or define it. And if no one's asking you, then you're kind of just working off of your own definition. If no one's pushing you to define it, then you're just doing what you want to do. There were some very interesting things that I learned from these threads. I bet there was. (laughs) So I decided to grab some of the highlights. And also because I couldn't do this from my laptop, I had to type them all out. Um, I couldn't even copy and paste. It was a delight. So uh, 
kind of one of the the top of the list is casual dating is not being exclusive. I don't think that's true necessarily. I'm just going to say that after everything that you say, I'm just going to say not necessarily. Well, again, caveat. These are not my opinions. These are just what I pulled from men on Reddit. Okay. All right. I'll pipe down over here. You can give your opinion. So Um, another not entitled to expectations. It can end at any time for any reason without hurt feelings. Okay. I do need to pipe up here. (laughs) I hate it when there's this whole thing of you're not allowed to have feelings. Get out of here with that. Like, how can you say that at the beginning? People have feelings. People are human. Like, I don't understand. Like, we see it all the time on like dating groups, you know, when women are asking for advice, like, how can I, you know, I've agreed to a friends with benefits situation, or I have agreed to a casual dating situation. And by their definition, it's, you know, very low key. How do I keep myself from having feelings for this person? And I'm just like, what is wrong with you? Why are you, why are you trying to like control that? Like you can't control that. If you have feelings for someone, you have feelings for them. And that's just it. If they have told you they just want casual, you two are on two different pages. So it's not going to work. Don't try to like shove yourself into their box. That's what she said. I know, Mm -hmm. but don't try to shove yourself into a box. that's not yours or be like this guy and just never have any feelings. Yeah. Robots, robots. That's what that is. Another, there is romantic interest. You're going on dates and doing things, but you don't otherwise hang out or talk throughout the day or do more like relationship type communications. Like you have dates, but you're probably not like hanging out at each other's houses and things like that. That's another weird rule. Like, is this escort service or is this dating? Like it's casual dating. Yeah. But like what? You, <laughs> you want to send them a funny meme or a joke and you're not allowed to do that? That's weird. That's what I read. Um, another, there is no casual dating. There's just dating. You like Agree. This one. Yeah. I like, you knew I would like that one. Mm-hmm. There's no label. I like it. Yeah. Another, dating without intention. What does that mean? You're, you're non, not, it's non-intentional dating. Well. It's casual. Okay. <laughs> well, when I read this, you know what I was thinking? Like people go so, and I know we talk on a dating podcast, so I I realize the irony of what I'm about to say. People are so bonkers about dating. They have all of these like, this is how you do it. This is what you need to know. This is how, you know, all this advice. I'm just like, can you just go on a date and hang out and get to know each other? Like, what do you mean date with intention? Like that, does that mean you're working towards a goal, I guess? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Waiting for, you're just waiting for something better to come along. Okay, I can see that. Okay, interesting. And then the last on my list is dating without a relationship. (laughs) It's what I read on the internet, okay. Well, it's again with, well, no, this is not directed at you. It's directed at Reddit. (laughs) Again with the weird rules. Like to me, well, and I've encountered this in dating before too. Like I'll be dating someone for four months and they're like, oh, we're not in a relationship. I'm like, yes, we are. I don't care what you say. Like I talk to you all day, every day. We've been on, I don't even know how many dates, all kinds of things are happening. We're in a relationship, whether you want to call it that or not, we are. And I, in my mind, all connections are relationships. Are they life partnerships? No. Are you totally in love with each other? Maybe not. But anyone you're involved with for a period of time, that's a relationship. Like it is. There's not just one type of relationship. Well, people on Reddit would disagree. Okay. 
don't okay. don't let me go in there. I'll cause some issues. <laughs> I mean, it's very interesting to see this topic getting debated and how, again, how varied people are on their perception of it. And if someone isn't asking you how you define it, then somebody out there is just dating and they're seeing what happens and someone else out there is dating and not forming any feelings. And so like, it's really interesting to think about just how wide this spans, but it's a topic everybody's talking about. Yeah, no, I agree. We hear about it all the time. I mean, and I do, something that has always occurred to me is that for something that's called casual dating, people sure do have a lot of rules for it. Mm -hmm. I feel like there are more rules for casual dating than there is for dating like a normal person. Oh. You know, like I, my proposal is that the two people involved, if if you're in a two person situation that they communicate instead, why don't you just talk about it? You know, instead of the situation being, this is what you're allowed to feel or do or not do. What if you just say, you know, this is where I'm at in terms of how I feel about you and what we're doing. What about you? And then, and also contrary to popular opinion, there are lots of women who date casually too. It's not a man thing. Like lots mm-hmm. of women date casually, as you mentioned, like it's just different from what we're being told because we let men tell us what it's supposed to be. Women date casually also, you know, but the two people that are involved both have to be on the same page and you shouldn't be forcing yourself to feel or not feel a certain way or scrunch into some sort of predetermined scenario I just think it's dumb because it's clearly not working for you. If you're having to change your thoughts and your feelings and what you want to make it work, this is not the fit for you, no matter what. Yeah, agree. And we'll get into some things that are important, like communication um, in a little bit. But to finish my research, I did um, go to Urban Dictionary, which was also blocked on my work laptop, FYI. Um, can't do anything fun these days. I guess. Um, and so I looked up their definition of casual dating. Well, okay. First I was on a brides.com article about this. I'm like, why is brides.com talking about casual dating? They had a whole article on it. And I'm like, I'm not using their definition because it just felt weird to quote them. Wait, why were you on brides.com? Because I was searching for articles and information about casual dating. And theirs was one of the first ones to come up. Okay. Right. Yeah. For no other I, reason. I, I, I couldn't let... com. <laughs> I just couldn't let that go by without clarifying. Okay. It definitely was just top of the search engine results. Um, But I was like, I'm not quoting them for this because that just felt funny. Like if you're on brides.com, like you should be getting married and not casual dating, but that's just my two cents. Um, So Urban Dictionary defines casual dating as dating one or more persons romantically and sexually with the intention of possibly dating this person exclusively and or getting into a relationship with said person or persons. Yes. And they go on to say that the stage after this is dating exclusively and the stage after that is getting into a relationship. So they basically laid out three stages of dating, casual, exclusive, and then a relationship. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So. I like how urban, I like how urban dictionary has the framework that I like the best. You know, there were some other pieces there that I did not include. Um, They had a lot of thoughts about casual dating as well, but this was like the most solid definition. And again, kind of breaking down the, you're dating lots of people. And then you're just dating this one person and seeing, and then if you like that one person, then you are more formalizing your relationship. So that'll make sense. Right. right. Yeah. I can go with that. 
All right. Since Reddit has shown that men aren't all just researching casual dating before they're running out there and doing it, how do we navigate these casual dating waters? Like there's a lot going on. There's a lot of definitions. There's a lot of choices being made. Um, There's probably a lot less men. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say a lot less men who are debating casual dating with their guy friends. And there are women with their female friends talking about it. Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, I mean, I can only speak for myself. You know, for me, the thing that I get annoyed about is when someone has decided from the jump what they want and it has nothing to do with me, you know, where they've already decided this is what it's going to be and that's it. I, you know, there's nothing for me to do with that. So I swipe left or I decline their date, their offer of a date. Like I just get annoyed. Like for me, and this is how I work and I'm pretty firm in this. I just want to go on dates. If I meet someone who I think is interesting and I'm curious about them and I want to spend time with them, or if I think they're attractive, let's go on some dates. And if I like them and are still interested in getting to know them better, we'll keep dating. And to me, it is really that simple. But mm-hmm. I also, I have no goal. I'm, I guess I'm not someone who dates with intention. I'm not trying to get married. I'm not trying to find a life partner. If those things happen, great. But I'm not trying to make that happen. If there's someone who's interesting, I'll just date them. I do at a certain point, usually after it's been about three months, I'll start thinking about how much runway is there. I know what I want. I want passion, challenge, real love, whatever that is with the right person. And those are my parameters. I don't need the labels. I don't need anyone trying to control things or trying to control the outcome with it. I don't think you can, and I don't think you should. You should let it be what it's going to be. Any man who's come to me with those rules, like I am only interested in casual, it's an immediate turnoff for me because you're not curious. You're not open-hearted. You have already decided what's going to be, and you're a very closed-off individual with a lot of rules, and that's just not my thing. So it's a no for me. I think that's why I've always been so turned off by the idea of casual dating or seeing that on apps or whatever, because there absolutely are those people you'll match with. And within you've exchanged a couple of messages and then they have to like trot out there like, oh, by the way, I'm only looking for something casual or I'm only looking for casual and you seem like you want a relationship. And they they try and they have that control factor. It just It's really off-putting. A, like a couple months ago when I was on a break from my current guy and I was like sort of on the apps, whatever. And I was talking to someone and we had been messaging for a while and it was on Bumble where you like, you know, say what you're looking for. You're looking for a relationship or something casual or you don't know or whatever. And I guess I think mine had, I didn't know. Cause I'm always like, what do I put here? And his had relationship. And so he was asking me if that, you know, what I was looking for, because mine had said, you know, not sure yet or something. And I was like, I don't know, like, it's kind of, I'm more of a relationship person, I guess, or whatever. I don't know what I ended up saying, but something along those lines. And I'm like, and what about you? And he's like, oh yeah, I'm really just looking for something casual. And I'm like, oh, funny. Cause your profile says, you know, relationship. He's like, oh yeah, I should update that. And I'm like, why are you like getting in my business about what mine says? And yours is completely wrong. And like, why are you asking these questions? And right before that, we had talked about hanging out. And then after that exchange, I was like, well, I'm never messaging you again, because it was like the whole exchange was so incredibly off-putting that I'm like, I'm not even going to go there. Well, and I think too, the part that people forget, this is what I think is a critical thing. What you should be saying is adding with you on the end. I am only looking for casual with you. I am only looking for a relationship 
with you. And I, I think you can't really know that until you actually spend time with that mm-hmm. person. And then whatever your connection is with that person will tell you if there's a limit to how deep your feelings and commitment can go. And then, you know, but someone who comes in hot, you've only had like maybe four or five messages exchanged on an app. They're skipping the with you part. They're just mm-hmm. like deciding what it's going to be and who the other person is doesn't really matter. Yeah. I think the only more allowable time is when, if someone's just gotten out of a big relationship or they're just out of a marriage or like a big life transition, thank you for being upfront. If you're not in a place to date in a real way, like, and you are absolutely looking for more casual connections, less relationshipy stuff, like, because you're in that transition point, I would rather know that upfront and make my decision before, because again, we've talked many times about kind of messy post relate big relationship stages and not everybody wants to be a part of that. So yeah, if you're coming out of 15 year marriage and you just started dating a hot minute ago, it's unlikely that you're going to yeah. be able to give much. Share that information with the class. It's very helpful. Yeah. I like that. So, I mean, I think so often too, people just get so, again, wrapped up in the definition of things and less about what the situation is with the person that you are specifically dating or talking to or interested in. I think we see that a lot in like dating Facebook groups where someone is so hung up on, well, he said this and does it mean this and what is this and whatever. And it's like, nobody else can define for you what that relationship is except for you and the other person. So, so much of this, I feel like communication is key. It's always key. Communication is always helpful, but especially when, you know, if you're trying to interpret what your situation is, talk to the other person about it. So simple. So simple. Don't go to your Facebook dating group. No, they don't know him. And they're going to probably think the worst. And the advice you're going to get is he's using you. He doesn't want this. He's a bad person for this versus talk to him. He may still be a bad person. You don't know, but like ask the questions and find out like how he views the situation rather than you trying to interpret and orchestrate and control and all of those things. Just ask some questions. And yeah. Usually kind of early-ish on, if you've gone on a handful of dates with someone and you're into them and you're starting to wonder if they're not as invested in the same way that you are, you can have the conversation of, I tend to be more of a relationship person. Is that where you're at? Do you, are you exclusive? Like whatever, like you need to know, like, are we exclusive? Are you seeing other people? I find that to be helpful to know if I'm into someone and I'm dating them. Yeah. I think as soon as you start feeling those pangs or feeling through things you want to say or things you want to know, that's the right time to bring it up. There's no rules. You make the rules. Yeah. And I think like kind of in tandem with having good communication, part of that is also establishing healthy boundaries, which is another thing I think that people really struggle with. But if you're, you know, not comfortable with something or there's something that would make you more comfortable, like set those boundaries and communicate them. Well, one thing I will add here, though, is a lot of times people confuse boundaries with trying to control someone. Mm -hmm. A boundary is what you will do. You know, like someone will say, my boundary is you cannot be sleeping with other people. That's not a that's trying to control them. That's not a boundary. Boundary is, hey, if you if you are sleeping with multiple people on a regular basis, that is not something I'm comfortable with and I'll need to bounce out of here. That's a boundary because that's mm-hmm. about you and your behavior and what you're comfortable with. A lot of times people uh, take a rule and just call it a boundary when that's yeah. not what it is. 
Yep. And I think like those are important things to, you know, frame in the right way as far as exclusivity and, you know, how, how you're communicating or what your needs are or whatever it is, like being able to talk about it and establish your comfort level is probably going to make the situation um, more comfortable for you (laughs) rather than trying to like demystify the whole situation or being upset when somebody does something, when you hadn't had a conversation about it, which I feel like is so often a big issue. Yeah, for sure. And being honest with yourself, if you're not comfortable with it, you're not comfortable with it. Don't try to make yourself be comfortable with it. It's okay to feel the way you feel. You don't need to like pretend it's okay when it's not. Yeah. Which I think also, again, being honest with yourself, like we talked about earlier, like be honest with yourself as far as what you're comfortable with and not comfortable with. And don't put yourself in a situation where clearly it goes outside of your comfort zone in a way that isn't healthy for you. Yeah. Like for example, Laura and I are in different dating groups because, you know, we're dating. So, you know, we see a lot of this quite often. I mean, don't you think, I feel like quite often we see posts from women, especially that will say something like, how can I keep myself from catching feelings? As we mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier in there. And like, anytime you find yourself doing that, like, oh, I'm starting to have feelings. How do I make myself stop? You need to stop turn around and get out because clearly you don't have casual feelings for that person. You have actual feelings for them. So admit that there's nothing wrong with that, that Mm -hmm. that's the truth. That's what's happening. Then get out. Don't waste your time. If they're not going to be in a place to reciprocate, you're just wasting your time and you need to move on. Yeah. I feel like I've seen a lot lately too of people who are in more quote unquote casual situations and the, they and that person have decided they kind of want to try dating and, you know, in a more serious, I not to use the barfy word of intentional, but like, you know, a little bit more of, is there something more here? Can this grow type of approach? And the, the people posting about it are at, you know, is that okay? Is that bad to do? Should we not do it? And it's like, do you like that? Like, why, again, why are we creating all these rules or guidelines for if you both agree to it, then try it. If it doesn't work, then maybe that casual situation also ends with that. And that's the risk you take, but that's also a risk you take at any point in time in any type of relationship. Yeah. Everything is way more Yeah. Everything way more simple than we make it. Yeah. Like really, you have feelings, you have feelings. Don't try to make you not have feelings. If you want to date this person and get a little bit more serious, then do that. It's not a complicated thing. Yeah. And if you go out to dinner and you realize that you have nothing to talk about outside of the bedroom, then that's your answer. <laughs> like, I feel yeah, like you're yeah. not going to know until you go there. So, yeah. And I think also just setting like realistic expectations, um, you know, understand the situation you're in and don't be upset about things if if you have agreed that something is maybe a little bit more low key or more casual or whatever, like you can't be upset if you're not getting the things that you might want from like a more serious relationship. doesn't always work that way. Well, I mean, I would also say on the other hand, if no matter what, whether it's a casual situation or a relationship, if things are happening or not happening that are truly upsetting to you, you know, I think I would struggle with the, the advice being, you can't get upset. It's like, but you are upset. So I think the idea there is like thinking deeper about why are you upset? Does that mean that this is not the right situation or does a conversation need to be had? But I mean, I feel like we see that a lot too. Like, oh, we decided we were friends with benefits and I can't have feelings for them, but you do have feelings for them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I don't know this whole thing of like pretending things are different from what they are. 
is not helpful. I don't think like deal with, accept what's going on and deal with it. Yeah. Question. So, yes. Question for you, Laura. So do you think casual, uh, do you think casual dating can be done in a healthy way? I think it's as healthier as unhealthy as any other dating situation. I think when casual dating kind of gets a bad rap, bad rap, bad rap, just bad rap, bad rap. Okay. Um, now I'm questioning. Bad. I know because rep sounds right for reputation, bad reputation, but what does rap mean? Anyway. Okay. Oh gosh. Um, Google that later. Yeah. We need to Google that. <laughs> Hopefully I don't get blocked from the answer there. Um, <laughs> all right. So when I feel like casual dating gets kind of a, a negative spin to it is when people feel like it gives them a free pass to not respect other people. Casual dating doesn't mean that you are lying or cheating or being disgusting or all of these. Well, that's not I'm being disgusting. Maybe it was a little too harsh, but sometimes people are. Um, but like, it doesn't mean you get to do whatever you want. Like you are still in some sort of relationship with another person. And so you, you know, there's that respect piece. And on the flip side, casual dating doesn't mean like we've talked about putting yourself in a situation where you're compromising your needs or core values. Like it needs to work all around. Do you think, and you just made me think of this while we were doing this podcast episode, actually, do you think at times, and I, I'll say men, cause I feel like more men do it than women, even though women can do it too. When men say, I only want casual, is that code for, I want to treat you like a piece of meat? It's kind of what it feels like sometimes. See, and that's why I've always kind of equated, equated it to casual sex or one night stands or kind of that piece of mm -hmm. things. Cause I feel like my sense has always been that men treated more along those lines. Like there are no strings. I don't owe you anything. I can do as I please. And it, you know, you may never hear from them again. They're not putting any effort. Like it's just kind of that kind of taking advantage of the situation. Whereas I feel like as a woman who has casually dated, it's still treating people with respect and being kind and dating and getting to know them. It's just, I'm not just dating one person at a time and I'm not making promises to anybody, but I'm, you know, dating multiple people and exploring different connections and everybody, maybe we're not directly talking about the fact that we're doing, but we're also not talking about being exclusive. So I feel like as long as, you know, I feel like women are often a little bit more respectful about it. Okay. That's my take, which I know is again, a blanket statement because anybody can do anything and you know, it goes both ways, but absolutely. Do you what think it can be done in a healthy way? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Cause you think it's just dating and there's no, no yeah, I just think it's dating. I mean, I've dated casually too, and I knew they cared about me and I cared about them, but I knew they weren't the love of my life, but I enjoyed spending time with them. And I, I genuinely did care about them. And I think that was casual dating. We treat each other with respect. We did have feelings for each other, but they were casual feelings, mm -hmm. you know, and usually those situations are over within three to four months. I feel like three to four months is, it's kind of hard to go past that in casual dating, at yeah. least for me, because at that point it's like, I think it's hard. Like at that point, I'm like, that's where I've hit the wall and it becomes less interesting because you're not really growing much after that point. Because you've hit the depth that you're capable of getting to with that particular person. Yeah, yeah I think you can no, do it healthy, right. in a healthy way. Yeah. And again, I think like if you're going to 
if you are someone not like Heather, who does specifically define casual dating as different from maybe other types of dating, <laughs> but like, you know, different pros are like getting to explore multiple connections, not jumping into a serious relationship too quickly. If you're kind of like we talked about inside, like a time of a bit of transition, like if you are kind of in the mindset that you are just casually out there dating, then you may be less likely to get into a relationship that's serious too quickly. Um, and I think also like, at least from my viewpoint, um, you know, it gives you a little bit more space, maybe to work on your own personal growth because you're not wrapped up in a big relationship, but you're still getting those connections and those things that I think are really important to have and to explore without everything else that comes from, you know, a, a bigger relationship, either the good things or the time investment or sometimes the drama or whatever else may come with those situations. Yeah. I mean, there's so many ways to, to look at it. I mean, you and I have spoken before about how dating, and there's kind of two shades of this, and there's a little bit of Venn diagram and overlap. Dating is more of an activity. You know, it's fun to go out and, and to dinner. It's fun to go do fun things with someone that you're attracted to, more in an activity point of view. But then getting into a relationship has a much different tone to it. You're really trying to get to know them. You really want to get to know more about their life and bring them into your life. Mm -hmm. It's not a hobby. It's more really getting to know someone on a really deep level. And those really are two very different things. Yeah. Both valuable. Yeah. Maybe it is not casual dating versus something else. Maybe it's dating versus relationships. And that's really the answer because it is that I feel like defines it better than a lot of what we kind of have seen out there. Um, dating is that, you know, multiple people often and kind of lighter and more fun and exploring and all that. And the relationships are deeper and connected and, you know, not all the time, but often exclusive. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, I really am, have been in the past more attracted to men that did not come off the bat with, I'm only looking for casual, like, you know, let's remove the people that just got out of a marriage or something, yeah. like just get them out of here. And someone who is in a, they haven't been in, coming out of a big relationship or a marriage, like, I don't know. The ones I've been the most attracted to have just been like, let's go on a date. Let's get to know each other. And then you find out, you find yep. out what it is. You, I, I just don't feel you can determine that from the jump. I really don't. And anyone who's decided that already is not the person for me. Yeah. They're no. not curious. Mm -hmm. I agree. That was a lot. Yeah. A lot to say tired. about casual dating. I know. God, I let my breath out. <laughs> I mean, I, for one, am, you know, kind of happy right now that I'm not out there navigating um, dating waters at the moment because talking about this stuff, it is frustrating. It's frustrating to, like you said, to not be able to just like match with someone, have generally good messages exchanged for a little while and then go out on a date and just see. And a lot of people don't want to do the just see part of it. And it just doesn't work any other way. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if it's because generally people have bad opinions of dating, you know, and like, I get where it comes from. Like they're trying to control things. They don't want to waste their time. Mm -hmm. They want to come in hot and say, this is what I'm looking for. You know, and I, I just, you know, for me personally, that's the nature of dating. You have to be curious and you have to be open and you don't know. You don't, you may think you know, but you don't because you haven't even met that person yet. Yeah. But I get where it comes from. I understand that. All right. 
Well, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. I think we've said everything that one can say about casual dating, and now we're going to go out there and we're going to write our own definition. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Bye, everyone. All right. Thanks. Bye. Still thirsty? Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and all your favorite podcasting platforms, because sometimes life leaves you wanting just a little bit more.